Father, we thank you for your blessings in our lives. We are so privileged. Thank you. Pour out your spirit on us as we continue in worship, that we would bring you glory, that we would draw closer to you and to closer to one another and know your spirit with us. Thank you for being here. And we pray this through Christ. Amen. Take a moment, share a word of greeting to others here in worship today. The 22nd of May, we will have our uh, annual election of leaders, and so there are some ballots up around the church. Uh, if, you, uh, if you think of some other people that uh, you think might be uh, people who could be on the ballot, uh, let me know in the next couple of days, and uh, we will uh, we'll work through that, those uh, additions. And uh, then next Sunday will be the final ballot, and then the election on the 22nd, so just please take note of that. 
Uh, also, there are um, this coming Saturday is a work day here at the church. It's a great opportunity not only to get some work done, but to uh, probably meet some people that you might not have met or at least don't know that well, working alongside them, you know, pulling up weeds is a great bonding experience. So we would love to have you come. We'll have donuts and coffee and juice if that incentive helps you as well. Uh, but just uh, anytime you can come Saturday morning, we'll just be working. If it's, as long as the weather's okay, we'll be working around outside primarily. So uh, anybody who would like to come, we invite you to, to be a part of that. There's also a couple of inserts in your bulletin. The youth group is doing the uh, 30-hour famine. And so they will be collecting uh, some uh, food from around the community as well as asking us to pray uh, to give uh, as well. And so you see information about that. And then there's some things for children's ministry uh, starting on the 11th. The Bikes on the Quad starts up again. And children's church, we have some needs of a few spots to help with that during May and June. If you can help, that would be greatly appreciated. Uh, General Conference, which is a gathering of all the Wesleyan churches throughout uh, North America, representatives, will be coming to Buffalo in June for this once every four years conference. And before the conference starts, all the global partner missionaries are being brought home, and they will be here in Houghton for about four or five days for a variety of seminars and bonding experiences and things and teaching and so we want to help out with that. So we volunteered to help with their children, uh, younger children's ministries. So if you would like to be a part of helping with that, uh, you see information in the bulletin. You can contact Emily Hoffman about that or the church office, and we'll get you connected. Also, there are items that we're looking for to help uh, with the kids with uh, occupying their time, playing and things. So uh, if you would be willing to uh, donate some things to probably loan them, I'm sure we'll give them back to you, uh, with some things that you could, we could use that would be greatly appreciated as well. We want to uh, take a few moments to spend some time in prayer this morning, as we do each week, praying for the needs of our lives, the needs of the wider world. So if you would like to offer your prayers at the altar rail, please come and join me. Father, thank you so much for this day and for your grace in our lives. We thank you that you call us to prayer, that you love it when we come to you and pour out our hearts to you. And this morning we do that. We all come with a variety of burdens and concerns. We lay them at your feet. Concerns about the past and concerns about the future. Concerns about the present Concerns about uh, our work, our relationships, our homes. We pray that you would be in the middle of all of that. Father, we pray for uh, the needs of, of life that come to us. And we think of uh, people who are grieving today. We pray for Mim Case, especially at the death of her father. Give comfort in the midst of grief. We pray for all who are struggling with issues of health and we pray especially for Doug Bogdan and Barb Rangel, for Bob Jobert and Laurel Buecher, Warren Woolsey, Bill Getty, Phil Muker, for Mike Raybuck and Jill Tyson, Bruce Brenneman and Beverett, for Micah Christensen, Linda Roth, Dick Gould, for Crystal Blake and Emily Cricklar, and for others who are on our hearts and our minds today. Father, we thank you for the ministry of this church and for the ways in which our lives are more connected to you because of the church. And today, we recognize that a lot of ministry in the church is behind the scenes, unnoticed. We thank you for people who volunteer their time and energy in those places. And today, we want to thank you for the people who run the sound system and run the PowerPoint slides. And we pray, Father, that you would bless them and help them to see the value of their ministry in helping us worship. We pray, Father, for the churches around us and Today we pray for the Belmont Gospel Fellowship and Pastor Lyons. Pour out your grace upon this group of believers as they bond together and as they share your light with others. And we think of the world beyond just this area. Continue to pray for the people of Flint, Michigan and the water crisis. And pray for refugees throughout the world. We pray for our brothers and sisters who are uh, facing great persecution for their faith. 
It's exciting to see when there are good things that happen in the midst of that persecution. And we thank you for these Bibles that have been distributed amongst uh, many of the people in the West Bank and Gaza and Israel. And we ask, Father, that your word will bear fruit beyond what we could dream or imagine. Father, we thank you as well for the ministry of those who go and serve you. And we thank you for the Millers and for their many years of ministry in in, uh, Southeast Asia with Wycliffe. Pour out your blessings and your spirit upon them as they now have a, a bit of change to their lives and yet continue in ministry. And we thank you for your grace upon them. Father, thank you for all of your blessings. Thank you for uh, the way that you work in our lives every day. And uh, we offer our praise, our thanksgiving. We honor you. We bring glory to you. We open our lives to you. Thank you for hearing our prayers. We offer them through Christ Jesus. Amen. A chance to look in the bulletin, you'll notice that uh, the order of worship is a little bit different today. We, we are doing some different things this morning, and we, we wanted to honor our uh, graduates today, our college graduates. Uh, in the, at the end of May, we will be taking some time to honor our high school graduates. But today, we want to honor our college graduates uh, and undergraduates, as well as those in the graduate programs. And um, we decided we're going to do a couple of things. We want to give them a chance, to, some of them a chance to share a little bit with us and also pray for them. And so uh, we're going to hear from uh, three students uh, this morning who are going to share just a little bit about their faith journey, about their lives and uh, what God's doing in their lives. And um, then uh, after they're done, we'll spend some time praying together. Good morning, everyone. Just wanted to first off thank Pastor West for giving the, me the opportunity to just share a little bit with you guys about my faith journey and just how much Houghton has meant to me and just the different ways that it's impacted me over the last couple years. So first, I'll give a little background on myself. My name is Isaac Hess, and I'm a senior business student here at the college. Last year, I transferred here as a junior from my home state of Oregon. And you guys might be wondering, how in the world did you hear about Houghton or end up in the middle of rural western New York? Well, both my parents are alum of the school. My dad, Glenn Hess, and my mom, back in the day, Jody Carlson. Um, so that's the connection, one, one connection to Houghton. And also, I'm living with my grandparents, whom some of you may know as they're members of this church and community, Bruce and Donna Hess. Um, also, I have some family in Rochester. So basically, just the family connections and being here a handful of times over the years, I decided to try something new and transfer here to Houghton, which I'm very, very grateful for, and I can't even begin to speak to how it's impacted my life. So just backtrack a little bit, get into my spiritual journey. Um, I was very blessed and fortunate to grow up in a strong Christian home with two parents who love me unconditionally and still to this day are my biggest fans. Um, I accepted the Lord as my personal savior when I was like six or seven, but for me personally, at least, I know that's such a young age and I really didn't fully understand what that meant um, as I hadn't experienced too much in life and really just because of the young age, couldn't fully comprehend what it meant to really live out a Christ-fulfilled life. Um, so I'd say starting in high school, I began to drift away just a little bit and just started taking so many things for granted and relying on my own strength um, in many different ways. I still went to church every Sunday, still went to youth group, went to Christian private school. But as you all know, that really doesn't mean anything because it matters what's in your heart and how you live your life. And you have to make those decisions for yourself and not based off your parents or anyone else. Um, so, yeah, like I said, just kind of was living for myself and 
kind of selfish in many ways and just consumed with my image, what people thought of me, um, was really just seeking out things that were not going to be fulfilling in the long run. My, the top priorities in my life at that point were sports, uh, money, um, what other people thought of me, the latest clothes, all that kind of stuff, which is not um, anything that's going to fulfill in the long run. And really just kind of lost sight of the purpose of why I'm here on earth, which is to be a witness of Christ and not to seek out things that are going to fulfill me um, just in the short-sighted moment. So. Now, I know I'm nowhere near perfect, but thanks to the Lord and just working through many things and uh, the impact of many different relationships, um, since I rededicated my life to Christ my freshman year of college when I got baptized, um, I can honestly say that the Lord has helped me come a long, long ways from there. And Houghton has had a great impact on that, and I'm just so thankful for many people that God's placed in my life. Um, just the different relationships I've been able to build at the college and also here at the church and the different people that God has strategically put in my life. Um, one of those is someone you guys are all familiar with. He's a member of this church and he's also a professor at the college and that would be Ken Bates. Um, over the last couple years, especially this last past year, it's meant a lot to me, just his the influence he's had on me and just helping me develop personally, uh, spiritually, academically, and professionally. And he's just been an incredible example of what it means to be a Christian leader in the business world and just influence people for good and lead by example um, and be humble in everything that you do. Um, so I can't speak to the power of that, he, that he's had on me, and I don't know if he knows uh, how much he's impacted me in that way and just the time he's invested in coaching me and giving me advice on a variety of different situations in life. Um, it, was, it was kind of funny because a couple weeks ago, I was having a good conversation with my mom, just reflecting back to the high school days, I guess, and back then she would always used to challenge me and just... Uh, We'd have many hard conversations, but she would always ask me, like, what my priorities were and, make, and want to make sure uh, that I'm living for Christ and not for, for the people around me or not for the world and not being a slave to man, essentially. Um, so that was just funny, looking back uh, at where I was and how far I've came and just kind of what an immature, short-sighted, selfish view that was in high school. So I know I'm nowhere near perfect now, but I can honestly say um, with the Lord's help that I've come such a long way. Otherwise, I would not be standing in front of all you here today admitting that I wish I would have listened to my mom, all those conversations back in high school. Um, so that, that was kind of funny. Um, I guess I'd like to close out with a verse that has meant a lot to me, especially this last year. Just uh, as I seek to grow relationships and realize that relationships and people and helping others are way more important than anything else in the world. And that verse is Philippians 2, uh, 2, 3 through 4. And this is a New Living Translation. But it says, do not be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble and... Uh, thinking of others as better than yourselves. Don't look to your own interests first, but look to the interests of others also. Thank you. The scripture reading this morning comes from Romans 12, 1 through 8. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. 
Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. This is the word of the Lord. My name is Hattie. I'm a senior English and art major here at the college. Um, so when Pastor West initially asked me to speak, I kind of lied to you. I'm sorry. I know I'm a horrible person lying to my pastor. <laughs> um, so when he asked me to give me give my testimony and my time at Houghton, I told him maybe because I didn't like speaking in front of large groups. But the real reason I didn't want to speak because I feared deep down that reflecting on my time at Houghton would make me become emotional. And I'm not an emotional person. So I was really, really hesitant to do this. Um, So to a lot of people, it wasn't a surprise that I chose to attend Houghton. My great-grandmother, my grandparents, my mom, my two uncles, and my sister all came to Houghton. Um, This is the exact reason why I didn't want to go. I wanted to be different and deviate from my long family lineage associated with Houghton. Here I was, a high school senior, determined to go anywhere but Houghton in order to fill my dream of becoming a big-shot Division I volleyball player. To me, that was the only important criterion that had to be met when it came to making my final decision. But here I am, so God certainly has a sense of humor, doesn't he? He definitely put me in my place. No matter how much I want to love the other schools and their programs, I didn't. Whenever I would come to visit my sister here, it just felt like a place that I could grow and focus on being a better person, not just a better volleyball player. Being at Houghton has allowed me to reevaluate my whole person through academics, athletics, and relationships. Being here has also allowed me to be involved in a lot of extracurricular activities that I didn't even know I had an interest in. Houghton is such a special place, and I know that's a cliche, but it couldn't be more true. Houghton is a place where your professors are your friends and mentors. Shout out to Dr. Zoller, uh, Dr. Gardy, the Woolseys, and Margarita and Ryan Cooley. It is a place where your coaches are your second parents. Shout out to head volleyball coach Nancy Cole. I see you in the back. <laughs> um, it is a place where the friendships you make will sustain your lifetime. It is a place where you can disagree with someone else's worldview and still have respectful, constructive dialogue with them. It is a place where you can feel God's presence in every little corner on campus. And finally, as my grandma grandma Sepian would say, Houghton is a place that feels like coming home. The biggest thing that I've learned is that you can't always be in control and that what God has lined, has and had lined up for me is greater than anything I could predict or hope for. He handpicked people here at Houghton, faculty, staff, students, and church members that he knew would have an impact on my life, challenge me, and feel me, and fill me with acute happiness. I recently wrote a prayer for a publication, and ironically enough, this issue was on following where God leads. I'm so glad I listened to that voice four, four years ago that told me that this is where I belong, and I might not have known it why then, but it is so clear now. So in conclusion, I'd like to read that prayer that articulates God's role as a leader in my life and sums up perfectly what he did and continues to do for me. So if you would like to bow your heads. Oh God, equip us with ears that listen, minds that discern, and hearts that follow where you call us. Fill us with hope for the future. Help us not to be anxious about what's to come, but reside in the peace you and you only can provide. Thank you for the plans you have for our lives. We are so undeserving of your holy and perfect plan. God, we lack direction. We need you to be our navigator. Thank you for guiding us to life's sincerest happiness. 
Without you, we would be lost, chasing what the world has to offer. But you offer us hope, direction, and peace. Help us to choose your lead rather than settle for the world's status quo. Lead us where you want us, God, to another country or in our own home. You know where we fit best. Use us for your good, wherever we are and whatever we do. Thank you for being the unfailing leader, caretaker, and provider of our lives. Amen. Thank you. as we continue in worship today.
Christians, and I was always so proud and happy to see that, you know, I could learn so much from my family and their walk of faith, and my parents were always such a strong reflection of what it means to really live as Jesus does. And so before I came to to Houghton, I was a Christian, but one of the things that I really struggled with was my experiences in school and the school that I went to was really academic 
and a really secular school. And I was constantly faced with this divide between what I was taught at home and what everyone around me, my fellow peers, were believing. And basically none of them believed in God. Um, So this divide was always such a struggle to make sense of. And these opposing perspectives constantly um, presented me a lot of different questions and a lot of doubt that I struggled with. And so before I came to Houghton, I would definitely say I was in a hard place. And the idea of going to Houghton wasn't exactly ideal. My dad, much like Hattie's family, um, came to Houghton. And I wanted to be different. I wanted to step away from the normal. And I never thought I would end up at Houghton. But somehow, I ended up, whether it was the opportunity to play volleyball or the opportunity to travel abroad, um, Houghton ended up being the perfect place for me. And I can still remember driving to Houghton and being extremely skeptical of the middle of nowhere location. Coming from Buffalo, a city, I just was not sure what I was getting myself into. But I realized at the end of the day, the thing that makes Houghton so special is the people that you meet. And that has been so influential in my walk of faith. So while I would say before coming to Houghton, you know, a lot of times that even questions the existence of, of God, to be honest. And that was really hard because it was just such a contrast from what I was learning at home and what um, every one of my fellow peers was telling me. So the things that have been so pivotal to my experience here at Houghton have been, first and foremost, the friends that I've made. And honestly, the depth and the genuine and the love that I have and that the friends that I have made have given me and shown me has been so much more than I could have ever imagined. And it's through those relationships and that genuine common interest in pursuing a faith that I have been able to become more confident in my faith in God. And you realize that faith is so much more than your individual walk. It's something that you need to do with others. As Christians, we are relational beings, and I realize that you can't develop a faith on your own. You really need people that you can relate to. And so finding peers that are in that similar walk has been so amazing here at Houghton. The second thing that has been key for me, particularly as a science major, Um, has been the ability to combine faith and academics. And it's been key to helping me make sense of a lot of the conflicting ideas between faith and science. And so oftentimes we think, or at least people say, that you can't combine the two. But what I've learned here at Houghton is that they don't have to be separate. And that um, it's really rewarding to have those discussions and to have those questions and to realize that it's okay to not understand all the aspects of faith and God. And I've really realized that, you know, it may not make sense on a scientific level, but faith is something that makes life worth living. And it's so much more than just being. We are more than just existing. And so I've really grown through the conversations that I've been able to have in my classrooms. So that has been really amazing. And then um, I also have just grown so much through my experience coming to Houghton Wesleyan. And it's really different from the church that I grew up in, but I've come to appreciate so much the sermons and just honestly, it's so relatable. And Pastor West. Um, your ability to connect with the students or just present your information, your, your sermons in, in such tangible and applicable ways has been meaningful for me. And I've also loved being part of Boys Club. Um, you wouldn't necessarily think that working with kindergarten or second grade boys would be a, a rewarding or like a spiritually rewarding experience, but. I have honestly learned so much, and it's been a lot of fun to get to know the kids, and, you know, every week I look forward to that, and um, it's, it's fun to see them grow and to see them 
you know, learn to pray and just become more mature in subtle ways, although not always very mature, but um, it's just been a really cool experience to get to know people in Houghton beyond Houghton students. And then I also um, had the pleasure of being part of the prayer vigil committee, which was a very stretching experience. Um, I never thought that I would be part of, I don't know, something like that that's so involved in making decisions for things that the church is doing. And so that has been great in terms of getting to know some really good leaders and um, I think role models in, in this Houghton community. And I've really appreciated just having exposure to their opinions and, and a lot of what they have to teach me. So I've definitely grown a lot and realized that overall, you don't ever have to expect that you're going to understand everything perfectly. But if you pursue a relationship and you surround yourself in people who are encouraging and loving and walking in faith as well, it doesn't matter if you have questions. Your faith will be stronger than those questions. Um, so that's an overview of my faith journey. Um, and I guess just a little idea of what I'm doing now after Houghton. Um, I'm in the process of applying to med school. I'm pre-med bio biology major um, with minors in public health and international development and um, this summer I'll be traveling to Sierra Leone for three months and so I'm really excited to continue to see how God will help me combine um, my love of medicine and also wanting to walk in faith and show his love to others so it's exciting to see where I'll go with that. Thank you. Thanks, uh, Isaac, Hattie, Stephanie. I know it's a little bit intimidating to stand up in front of groups, and I appreciate their willingness to do that, and just a little glimpse of some things going on in their lives. Uh, we're going to pray for graduates now, and we're going to do something a little bit different, out of the ordinary. Uh, we're going to divide you up, just as you are, sort of divide up into little circles of prayer. So wherever you happen to be sitting... Uh, you may need to move a little bit to get together, maybe groups of four, five, six, something like that. Uh, no real rule to it, but uh, just to, to get into some kind of circle, feel free to move around um, and to form a group. And what we'd like to have is as many groups as possible to have one graduate in your group. So I've, I suspect that some of the graduates are sitting together. So if you'd be willing to move to one of the groups... So that we at least have you spread out. And then if we have, we'll have some groups that don't have graduates in them. And we've got some cards with names of some of the graduates on them. And so we'll give those to your groups so you have someone to pray for. Um, if you're watching on streaming, pray at your house or wherever you are and join us in prayer. And uh, we'll put some things on the screen about um, some things to pray for. But when you, when you get together, if you've got a senior in your group, a graduate, introduce yourselves. Just uh, maybe they share a couple of things about what would be helpful to pray for them. If you feel comfortable, lay your hands on them and pray for them. I also recognize that not everyone's comfortable praying out loud in a group, so that's okay. You don't have to do that. Maybe everyone in your group is uncomfortable praying out loud, so just sit there and pray in silence. That's okay. Um, we just want to pray. And again, we're just doing something different today. So if you're a senior, we want to make sure we get you into a group. So maybe you could raise your hand or something and we'll gets you moved around and groups can start being formed. And uh, in a little bit, I'll close our time together in prayer. Go ahead, just start move, making groups.
Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for uh, hearing our prayers today. Thank you for each one of these graduates, ones that are here and many that may not be here. We pray your divine blessing on each of them. Give them help as they finish the semester to finish strong. Bless their relationships and the moments they have together with friends. And we pray for the future. that They will know peace and wisdom and your grace as they move forward. Most of all, Lord, may they know deep and very recesses of their being that they are your beloved and that your grace is always with them. And we give them to you and ask this through Christ Jesus. Amen. We uh, have we want to, uh, as you kind of move back to your seats, or you can stay where you're seated, that's fine, it doesn't matter. We have a little uh, token of our uh, support and prayers for all the graduates, a bookmark that has the ironic blessing on it, the Lord bless you and keep you, uh, that we often say here in the church, and uh, some images of the church in the back, and we want to give that to you just to remind you that you're important to us, and to remember uh, that we're praying for you as we will continue to do, and uh, keep that with you, and may that help you. So if you're a senior, raise your hand. And we want to make sure you get these. Get one of these. So lift your hand up so we make sure everybody, every graduate gets one. Uh, undergraduate or uh, a graduate student. And we want to make sure everybody gets one. As those are done being distributed, we will have the ushers come and uh, receive the offering as we sing together.
receive the benediction. The Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Amen. Thank you.